Super Bowl week is upon us. Rams, Bengals, the Pro Bowl was back on the gridiron last night in Vegas. Who shined and which prospects raised their stock at the Senior Bowl last week? And the Dolphins dip into the talented NFC West for their next head coach. It's all on this edition of the Lockdown NFL Podcast. I'm your Monday host, Bo Brock. You are Locked On NFL. Your daily NFL podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. Fired up, it is the Locked On NFL Podcast, broadcasting from Los Angeles all week long, gearing you up with all the sights and sounds for Super Bowl 56 between the Cincinnati Bengals, Los Angeles Rams. Make sure you're following along on Twitter at Locked On Network. Subscribe to the Locked On NFL Podcast YouTube channel for great daily content all week week long leading you up to the big game couple news and notes here before we get to the pro bowl the takeaways from senior bowl and of course the washington commanders the washington football team's rebranding with president jason wright the dolphins are making their pick for their new head coach miami announced on sunday that it's hiring mike mcdaniel to fill its vacant head coaching position mcdaniel comes over after spending the last season as the 49ers offensive coordinator under kyle shanahan it was his first year in the role but he's been coaching in the nfl for the last 15 seasons he replaces brian flores who was fired in early January, McDaniel reportedly beat out Dallas Cowboys offensive coordinator Kellen Moore to earn the job. McDaniel, from one of the hottest coaching trees in the NFL, which was featured this postseason, the 2013 Washington coaching staff under Mike Shanahan, his son Kyle Shanahan, Sean McVay, Matt LaFleur, and now McDaniel holding the head coaching reins there in South Beach. He went to Yale, helped turn things around for San Francisco, which made a miraculous run from a 3-5 and five squad earlier this season to the NFC Championship game. What San Francisco was able to do with their run game, incorporating Debo Samuel in the rush and pass game, was pretty masterful. Now McDaniel benefiting from that. It's the new head coach in Miami Niners could gain a draft pick. Looks like they will as the Dolphins hire McDaniel, who, who is a minority hire. And the Texans, new finalists to their search for their new head coach. ESPN reports that Houston will take a look at potentially promoting associate head coach Lovey Smith to be the team's new head coach. Smith joined the Texans before the 2021 campaign, served as the team's defensive coordinator and associate head coach. It's all reported that Josh McCown won't become the Houston's next head coach, despite reports the former quarterback and Brian Flores were finalists for the vacant position. The Pro Bowl was back on the gridiron last night following a one-year hiatus, which play, was played on Madden this year. It was in Vegas. The All-Star event was back to its very underwhelming showcase of most of the NFL's exciting stars. It's dominoes. It's fast and the furious. Not much substance to the game. If you turn on the Pro Bowl and you're angry that guys aren't selling out, well, feel like that's on you at this point. It is what it is. Here are the highlights, though. The Diggs brothers, Stefan, Trayvon, they went at each other. And Stefan, it looks like he won the battle for the most part. Touchdown catch in the game. He also reversed rolls. A ton of picks thrown by Pro Bowl quarterbacks. Seven. It was not a lucky number in Vegas yesterday. And the AFC took down the NFC 41-35. Kyler Murray tossed three touchdowns in the loss for the NFC. Justin Herbert. Chargers talented second-year quarterback, pair of touchdown strikes in the win. 
Which NFL prospects raised their draft stock at the Senior Bowl in Mobile? Ross Jackson's going to join us here on the Lockdown NFL Podcast. I'm always pumped to tell you about the best tasting protein bar on the planet. Of course, Built Bar. This time of year, we've all pretty much given up on our New Year's resolutions, right? We're a week into February. Those things are in the rear view mirror, but not this year. I'm sticking to my resolution to eat right. Thanks to Built Bar. It's almost like it's not even really a resolution because I actually enjoy eating them. Have you tried the puffs? If you haven't, you're missing out on one of Built Bar's best tasting bars. Puffs are the first ever protein infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, they're marshmallowy. Is that a word? Yes, it is right now. They're not just a protein bar, they're a treat. And they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Puffs are a fan favorite with some incredible flavors yummy, cinnamony, churro, coconut, marshmallow, banana cream pie. They're so good. These are going to be your new favorite. All Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. Yeah, even the Puffs, 100% real chocolate. Low calorie, high protein. Replace your candy bars with these and you'll be better for it. Typically, candy bars can be anywhere from two to 300 calories, not the Built Bar. They're usually containing 130 calories, four grams of sugar, four net carbs, and 17 grams of muscle packing protein. Right now, Make the resolution and keep that resolution to save some cash in the new year. Go to built.com. Use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. That's using the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. It's the Locked On NFL Podcast. Thanks for hanging out with us. Make sure you subscribe to the Locked On NFL Podcast on YouTube. Great daily content coming to you this week as we lead you up to Super Bowl 56. Now, over the weekend, the Senior Bowl went down from Mobile to give uh, you know the impact makers, the NFL draft risers, Ross Jackson, Locked On Saints, Locked On NFL joins us here on the Locked On NFL podcast. The national team beat the American team twenty to ten. But does anybody care about the final score from the Senior Bowl? Oklahoma D lineman Perrion Winfrey, he was the uh, MVP, had two sacks in the contest. Rosto, is it safe to say that Liberty quarterback Malik Willis was the hot name in the biggest draft stock boost? this week absolutely no question i mean look the the guys that you're always looking at to raise their profile at this point in the year or what are the quarterbacks going to do what are the quarterbacks going to do and this is a weird year this is a weird season to where you have guys like malik willis and kenny pickett and uh, matt corral and you know uh, uh, sam howell like you, you have all of these quarterbacks that sit up at the top but there's not really a consensus number one guy there's not an over number one overall selection player like a joe burrow or a trevor lawrence they just th- that doesn't exist in this draft class so these guys have to find a way to separate themselves from what is effectively the middle of the first round to the middle of the second round which is where you expect to see a lot of these quarterbacks go and i think that malik willis is the one who a had the most to gain and B came through and gained the most out of all of the other quarterbacks that were there. The six quarterbacks that were a part of the senior bowl, you saw the arm, the ball velocity, you saw his ability to be able to fit the his passes into tight spaces because of that arm talent that he has. And then of course that mobility ability to extend plays ability to work sort of in these improvised moments. I think he's the one that set himself apart and made the most money while he was at the senior bowl in mobile. 
As somebody who covers the Saints, uh, do you think that the Saints would be a team that would be licking their chaps at the potential of drafting a guy like Willis? I would be incredibly happy to see the New Orleans Saints <laughs> turn around and draft Malik Willis. And it's interesting, right, because they're in a situation just like a lot of teams around the NFL now that are going to have new head coaches. It's kind of the beginning of an era. It's time to figure out what the identity of these teams are going to be for the future. You could put the Houston Texans in that, maybe even the Miami Dolphins, and of course the New Orleans Saints that are in that conversation. And I think that with all of that, you look at an opportunity to be able to start to build with a talented on a rookie contract year that those rookie contract years are so important to your ability to build mm-hmm. around the rest of the team when you're not paying $40 million for a quarterback. So, I, I mean, yeah, Malik Willis is somebody that should be on a lot of teams' lists, and I think the New Orleans Saints should be included in that. Yeah, I mean, Joe Burrow, uh, following that blueprint, Bengals benefiting from having that rookie-scale contract for their quarterback in this year's Super Bowl. Other quarterbacks, is Kenny Pickett uh, got invited to the Heisman Trophy Awards ceremony. Very efficient in his game uh, play. How did, how did he look during the practice? Yeah, during practice, I thought that he had a nice one. Uh, he struggled a little bit in the rain. I think Malik Willis was the only one that really kind of stood out in the uh, the rained out practice, or not really rained out, but the rainy practice on Wednesday. Um, Kenny Pickett did what you expected him to do. He went out there. He was efficient. He was confident. I think that he, where he stood out the most is his intangibles. Can he run a huddle? Can he come in with intensity? He gathers up all his guys. He gets everybody. He plays with an intensity. He practices with an intensity. He has that part of the game that is so so like loudly supporting um and i think that that's a huge huge bit because you look at team culture and a lot of times team culture in terms of the player personnel stems from the quarterback and so i think that's really what he showed off i don't know that he really elevated his stock in terms of what he did on the field Mm -hmm. but i think that if you were looking for the intangibles and you wanted to see how he operated with players that he wasn't as comfortable with as his pit teammates i think you learned a lot of good things about him you know, in 2021, Quinn Miners from little-known mm-hmm. Wisconsin Whitewater, uh, drafted by the Denver Broncos, kind of stole our hearts, that bare belly, broken hand, dominating practice <laughs> performances. Was there anybody that stood out like Miners this year? Yeah, I mean, I think you saw a lot of energy from a lot of different players, but one of those guys I think is DeMarco Jackson out of Appalachian State. He's a uh, is an edge rusher slash linebacker. He's kind of a hybrid in between those two, which is becoming more desirable in the NFL that I used to be called tweeners with a negation. Now we call them hybrid linebackers and they have like a full carved out position instead of responsibilities on the defensive mm-hmm. side. And so I think that he was really the one that brought a lot of energy, brought a lot of attitude, brought a lot of um, excitement to, uh, to, to his gameplay. And I think that helped him stand out quite a bit. For more insight, of course, uh, from the Senior Bowl and Mobile, Ryan Tracy, Eric Crocker, Locked On NFL Draft. They'll catch you up to speed from everything that went down there. But last question for Ross Jackson, who was also out there, practices on the defensive side of the football. Who stood out the most? Um, I would probably say UTSA cornerback Tariq Woolen is definitely one of them. And then I, I have to throw in a second one, though, with Jermaine Johnson out of Florida mm-hmm. State. Um, he was somebody, both of these guys did some incredible work over the course of practices. We heard Perry on Winfrey being the MVP, absolutely deservingly so. But when you look at what guys like Tariq Woolen as well as Jermaine Johnson did, they just obliterated practices. Jermaine Johnson was unstoppable, unblockable. He was somebody that I think elevated him 
to first round conversation wow. during scenes. Always one that does it. And I think Jermaine Johnson's going to be the guy that does it there. Tariq Woolen stands out 22.45 miles an hour clocking at the top, according <laughs> to Zebra Technologies, just how quickly he ran. And the best part about that is that it was catch up speed. It was him losing a one on one, but then closing the gap. It was closing speed where he clocked in with that. You love that intensity. You love that wanting to play through the whistle, play through the ball. I think that those two guys absolutely stood out on the defensive side. Washington Commander team president Jason Wright's going to give us the inside story on the Washington rebrand that was unveiled last week. Hey football fans, Bo Brock with an incredible app everyone who buys gas needs to know about. Get upside. Our listeners are earning cash back for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the free Get Upside app or Google Play right now. Use the promo code TOUCHDOWN for 25 cents per gallon or more on your first fill up cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using Get Upside. Just download the app for free. Use the promo code TOUCHDOWN for 25 cents per gallon or more on your first tank. Some people who drive a lot, they're making as much as two, $300 a year in cash back and there's no catch. The cash gets it's added right to your account. You can cash out anytime to your bank account, PayPal, or e-gift card for Amazon or other brands. Just download the free GetUpside app. Use the promo code TOUCHDOWN to get 25 cents per gallon or more cash back on your first tank. That's code TOUCHDOWN. It's Bo Brock hanging out with you from LA, site of Super Bowl 56 between the Bengals and the Rams. Excited for all the content we're going to provide for you. Make sure you're subscribed. You've got that alerts set up on our YouTube page. You're not going to miss out on any of the great interviews that we're going to have on Super Week leading you up to the big game. Also, you got to check out Jake Lisko, James Rapine of Locked On Bengals and Travis Rogers of Locked On Rams to get all the insight from the two teams that are going to compete to hoist the Lombardi Trophy in less than a week from now. A team that's hoisted the Lombardi Trophy three times is getting a rebranding. I'm talking, of course, about the Washington football team. They moved to that name a couple of years ago. They played under the Washington football team for two seasons. And then on February 2nd, 2022, rebranded to the Washington Commanders. The guy who led the charge, orchestrated it all, team president Jason Wright caught up with our guy Chris Russell from the new Locked On or rebranded Locked On Commanders podcast to provide insight on what went in to rebranding the Washington football franchise. All right, here outside of FedEx Field with President Jason Wright, the busiest man in the universe. Maybe, How are you? Maybe. I'm good. <laughs> My team's more busy than me. Uh, Washington Commanders. Uh, I think a lot of us obviously knew it was heading that way. When did you make the final decision and, and take me a, a little bit through that process? Yeah, we were just talking about this. We can't pinpoint the day when we made the final decision because actually, you know, for folks to know, where you see all this branding, a main logo, an alternative logo, the word mark, the way that it looks on uniforms and helmets. We did this across multiple different brands. So there were probably nine to 12 designs like this that we were looking at together and iterating over time. And at some point, the group that was uh, that was in the room just said, do we think this is it? I think this is it. And, and, and one of the guys in the room, were, who, who's, his favorite was not Commanders mm-hmm. at the beginning said, you know, this is the one that grew over time in strength. 
I liked this more and more as we progressed. And the others felt like they got weaker and weaker. The more we looked at them, the more we thought about how they would write in headlines and things like that. And said, yeah, I think this is it. And we all just sort of coalesced around it. And then it was a process of doing something momentous and of the magnitude that this fan base deserves. You described at the press conference uh, why commanders took over and yeah. why it's important to represent this region and what the future is all about. But for those that didn't get to hear that, yeah. can you just briefly kind of yeah, like the first absolutely. couple of things? Absolutely. Yeah, there's a, there's a few things that I that I will that I will repeat ad nauseum mm -hmm. on this, and it's that commanders has a strength a weight and a depth that feels befitting of this 90-year-old franchise. Um, it's something that broadly resonated with our fans at various different stages in the process. And it embodies the values of service and leadership that we really think characterize the D.C., Maryland, and Virginia community more than anything else. You know, even at a caricature level, it's, you know, the federal government and leadership in that sense. But really more, more truly, it's the community leaders that are driving change in these communities. It's the nonprofits that are headquartered here and trying to solve the world's biggest problems. It's our fans who have brought charity and service into their fandom. Like this this is representative of them. Washington Commanders captures all of those things and that's why we landed here. You've reconciled already previously, you know, some popular name options that fans were hoping for and all that stuff. You know what we're talking about, Wolves, yeah, Red sure. Wolves, that type of thing. To those that are still unsure, to those that haven't bought in, fallen yeah, well yeah. up, what, what, what message do you have to those people? Yeah, it's, it's fine to be where you're at. It's fine to be where you're at. And even if you're still not past the rescinding of the old name, it's fine to be where you're at. Mm -hmm. Rock the gear you want to rock. We believe that this brand is strong enough that you will find yourself in it over time. That you'll see that we really mean what we're saying about the underlying values in it. And as we actually have a open and engaging process, you are going to get to contribute to bringing meaning to this. For example, this was picked in part because of its fit to the old fight song. Hail Victory. The war path, fight for old DC. You know, those are things that we knew. The fight song was important to bring forward into the new era of this team. That's a key connection to the history. And so we're going to work with the fans to iterate on the Hail to the Redskins song and bring it into its next iteration here in the stadium. And, and when fans get to do those sorts of things, I believe they'll build some emotional connection to this where they'll see themselves in it and eventually will fall in love as well. Uh, I know you got to run. I appreciate your time. Uh, congratulations, obviously, and get some sleep, huh? I will. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That's President Jason Wright. Great stuff from Chris Russell and, of course, the president of the Washington Commanders, Jason Wright. Big thank you for him taking some time to join the Locked On Podcast Network. You can listen to Chris and David Harrison on a daily basis. Break down the Washington Commanders on Locked On Commanders. That's going to do it for me, Bo Brock, on this edition of the Locked On NFL Podcast. Thank you so much for making us your first listen each and every day. We know you have so many different options as far as where you get your NFL news and information, and you choose us, and we're grateful for that. And you're not going to want to miss out on this week's content coming to you from Radio Row, where the NFL world just converges and meets and just celebrates and gears you up for the big game on Sunday, we're going to have all the interviews with all the biggest names in the NFL, celebrities. It'll all be there. Make sure you subscribe to our Locked On NFL YouTube page. And of course, you'll be able to find it wherever you find podcasts free and available on all platforms. Now that you've made the Locked On NFL podcast your first listen, 
Make Locked On Bets your second listen. Not only get insight on the big game and where to put the smart money, but also where you can get some action as early as tonight. You've got handicapper Lee Sterling, and of course, it's hosted by your boy Q. You don't want to miss out on it. Locked On Bets, free and available on all platforms.